This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a dumb intro, which Lindsay, I haven't told you about, but I couldn't think of anything else to talk about. Do you eat, do you eat yogurt? Duh, I'm a woman. Okay. Um, uh, I was just wondering, I've been eating this new brand lately and I thought it was a who, but I think it's actually quite themy and I wanted your confirmation. Okay. Siggy's? Siggis? Siggy's? Oh, Siggy's like kind of themy. Yeah. I eat. That's themy, right? They make this, um... Funny you bring this up. They make this like gogurt <laughs> version of Siggy, which is like I think supposed to be them pandering to children, but it's just pandering to me because I'm lazy and I hate having to wash spoons. So like when I want yogurt, I'm like, oh, I I want good yogurt, but I don't want to wash a spoon. What's my solution? And it's literally gogurt, like eating yogurt from a tube. It's really good. I it's like really how thick good. it is. It's um Swedish, Icelandic something. It's Icelandic. Um yeah. So it's really thick. And like everything over the Are thing you just is like eating yogurt and talking. <laughs> is that your? Is this your yes. excuse for eating food sorry. while the, while recording the I'm, podcast? <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that surprising to you? <laughs> yes. No, I just love that I'm you eating yogurt and recording. You the podcast. want an excuse to eat the yogurt, so you're like, I'll just ask if it's a who or a them, and then I can continue to eat food while no, recording exactly. The podcast. No, exactly. That's sort of the con mm. because then it makes mm-hmm. it okay. Mm-hmm. Then it makes it mm-hmm. on topic. Mm-hmm. But what I was gonna say is, I have been eating. Now we're really going off the rails. I am. Um, I've been eating just the plain one, uh, and at first it was gross because I'm trying to like you know not have as much sugar in my diet, and so the plain has like barely any sugar in it, only three grams. Um, and at first I was like, this is gross, but now I'm really into it. Siggy's is good. I think it's very themy. I mean, if you eat yogurt with enough fat in it, even if it has no sugar in it, it just tastes like sour cream, and then you're like, mm, I'm eating sour cream, <laughs> and it's delicious. <laughs> it really I mean, is just sour cream. It is good. I I mostly I really mostly eat it because it's the best yogurt you can get in a tube. And I hate I hate to say that, but it's like a hundred percent true. I was really into. Remember when I was at your apartment? Oh right, so I knew about yogurt because I was at your apartment and you had the blueberry faye. <laughs> I knew about yogurt. And I was like, Why are you acting like you've never heard of yogurt before? And I was like, No, we. I just forgot that we already had a yogurt conversation in the past like seventy two hours. But I was like, Oh, I love the blueberry faye. But the reason it's so good is because it's packed with sugar. Of course, it's well, good. You know. I mean, that's like, remember that yogurt I was eating at Starbucks one time and you were like, how is this? And I was like, it's delicious. It's basically ice cream. It was because it was this yogurt. It was like 45 grams of sugar. Yeah, that had like a pound of like lemon curd in it. It was fucking amazing. But it's like you might as well eat a piece of like uh, a lemon pie at that point. You know, there's no difference. Or ice cream. Or ice cream in yeah. general. Uh, I highly recommend Siggy's. It's very good. Um, this is this not is, an ad. You need. No. We need to move on. Hashtag, hashtag I paid for this. So today it's uh, who's there. We have a lot of calls, actually. A ton well, of we calls. Skipped, we skipped a week, so um, we're we ca- playing a little catch up. We skipped a week. So I guess I'll just start playing the calls. You will drive it. Hi, this is Jackie from Melbourne. I was just calling about the Rebel Wilson story. So first of all, the hired um, protesters were a radio show, Katie and, uh, Kate and Husey. Um, so I think it was partly done because they wanted a radio bit and partly, I guess, maybe they're friends with Rebel. Um, but she definitely seemed surprised to see them there. And second of all... Um, Rebel Sport is a really big shop here. It sells sportswear. Um, Rebel Sport is a big shop here. It sells 
themselves sportswear. Um, and so that sign was actually really funny, um, just to play on that. And um, also, if you want to know about Women's Day, if um, Who Weekly, Your Namesake, is our, like, people magazine um, over here, Women's Day is some piece of shit that no one under the age of 47 buys. So um, I'm all for Rebel Wilson getting them in trouble. Okay, bye. Good poem, Valadon. Hi, Who Weekly. I hate to be critical of your coverage of Rebel Wilson, but holy shit, you buried the fucking lead in the defamation trial in with Rebel because a major tenet of it was that she was saying that she was related to Walt Disney, and there's this weird story about her like going to some apartment in Walt Disney World, maybe, and seeing, like, a bunch of portraits with, like, moving images and weird shit. I don't know. But can you do a little investigation, some investigative journalism to find out if that is a thing and if she's actually related to them? Or, like, can you at least keep us posted when eventually we find out that she isn't? Thank you. Bye. First of all, I love that first caller. Now we know yeah. so much about like Rebel Sports. I feel like that's wonderful. It's like that is something that we would never know is that well, first of all, the processing we probably could have figured out if we like, you know, tried a little harder. It was still funny, but <laughs> no, but then the idea that the sign that we thought was like stupid was actually a reference to like a joke that only Australians get, like just Australian things. That's great. Mm-hmm. Like how would we know that? That's awesome. And then um, Bobby, I can't believe you glossed over this part. I didn't know this. So this Disney thing. Yeah, like she also is claiming to completely be completely overlooked. To, it. How? So, okay. So she claimed that her her she was related to Walt Disney's wife. Um, I am actually a distant relative of Walt Disney. Now, are you really? Yeah, my great aunt married him. Really? No yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she denied that she'd made up this thing that her grandmother told her or that her grandmother had made up and told her that she was related to Walt Disney's wife, I guess. And then the Daily and then the Guardian says um, the articles also suggested Wilson had been untruthful about being related to Walt Disney. So she's mad that Woman's Day suggested like dared to suggest that she wasn't actually Walt Disney's, like, niece or half-niece? What do you call that? Yeah. It, well, the funny thing is that there's this amazing WordPress WordPress blog post by this genealogist who did the actual work to find out that she's not related to Walt Disney at all in any way by the person that she says she is. So, uh-huh. like, she's she's not, she's not. Uh, at she's, all. But now this, it's, again, this thing where she's saying that she – is and suing them for saying that she isn't even though she isn't <laughs> yeah this is wild this disneyland thing is crazy right and then and, most the, and the number of times and how she visits disneyland a lot i like this guardian article because it begins with the logie winning actor hugh sheridan says he and friend rebel wilson went to a secret went to a secret disneyland apartment where mermaids appeared in pictures at the touch of a button how is that the lead of the story because it's about the i guess he came out some guy, I don't know who uh, Hugh Sheridan, it says Logie winner. What's that? He won like an Australian award. Um, 
he came out and and said, yes, we have been to that sacred place in Disneyland. But what does this prove? That they just been to some VI place in Disneyland? I've been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. Why is he testifying in court about this issue? Why is anyone testifying whether she's been to Disneyland or not? Lindsay, I don't understand. Lindsay, they have a point because we've been to Dollywood. And guess what? We're Dolly Barton's nephew and niece. Did you know that? I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, but we are related to Dolly Barton. <laughs> Shit. We are Smoky Mountain, Smoky Mountain in our blood, y'all. I kn- also like fuck Disneyland. Go to Dollywood. <laughs> you can actually meet relatives of Dolly. Wild. Anyways, we're already off topic because this is so boring and so confusing that I almost but, can't even like wade back into this. No, I absolutely can't. But I appreciate the calls, uh, if only because it was thrilling to know more about those protesters. Hey guys. So, um, my math teacher jokingly asked us to, like, pick up teen mags so that she could decorate her classroom with the posters in them, and I bought a copy of Quizfest, um, and I don't know who any of these people are, and I'm only 17, so I feel like I should not be this, like, not involved in, um, pop culture, like, I feel incredibly old and i'm 17 so like i shouldn't but like um i'm just gonna ask a few questions who's asher angel never heard of him um who are jillian and francesca what is f-i-y-m it looks like a band never heard of it and Okay, and I still don't know who JoJo is. Like, I really don't understand. But, like, every team I saw had a huge poster of her. So, like, do people like her? Like, is she popular? I don't get it. Okay, thank you. Bye. Honestly, Lindsay, I didn't even catch all those questions. <laughs> um, my favorite thing is, that I just I love like, that huh? she's like, I'm 17 and I feel old. It's like, how old do you think I feel every day of my life? <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm honestly, like, I'm trying to... So let's start with Asher Angel. He's someone, right? Yeah, he is. He was. He's um, Disney Channel. He's Disney Channel. He's a Disney Channel. He is on a brand new series. Um, Andy Mack. Why does J14 ask you to put in the year you're born when you go to their website? I know. That I is just. So I just did that. Rude. I hate it. I hate My, it. I'm I putting in it. like 1881. Like, yep, I'm a hundred fucking million years old. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, please leave. Um, he. Oh, they just asked me again. I guess I'm not old enough. I guess I'm too old. Um, he's on a Disney series show called Andy Mac that premieres that premiered in April. So whatever. Like he's a Disney star. The next Disney generation. Um, I honestly missed most of the following. The questions. next one was like Francesca know. and Jillian, which I don't even know that. Jillian I, and Francesca. I, I looked them up. I couldn't find them. I, Lindsay, I googled them and I could not find them. There was nothing. There's literally nothing. Love. Now you know the extent of our research. I do love this band that I didn't know about called Forever in Your Mind, shortened to F I Y M. Extremely good um, name for a band. They are the new uh, One Direction in terms of they auditioned for the X Factor and got put together. Are they? How old are they? Are they like 12? How old are they? Well, they were 16 and 14. They were teens when they when this happened in 2013. So now they're like slightly older teens. Um, that's so. Where, are they British? Are they English? Um, are they American? Not that it matters. I'm just wondering. American, American. Okay. 
American. Interesting. Um, as for JoJo, as for JoJo, I'm pretty sure she's talking about JoJo Siwa, who we've talked about on the podcast a lot. She, she definitely is. Um, and she's, she's like, there the are posters of JoJo Siwa. I don't know who JoJo Siwa is, which is understandable because JoJo Siwa is famous for a show that adults watch, which is Dance Moms. Adults watch Dance Moms. Kids But then she's also famous again for being a YouTube person. So it's like she did this thing where she was on this. Oh, God. Her song. What was her song? Boomerang? Oh, my God. (laughs) She was on this show that's kind of for adults. But then she kind of did a YouTube thing and became famous or separate from that on YouTube with her bows. You know, her bows, her iconic bows. It's funny because ever (laughs) since we talked about her, she just keeps showing up. And I don't know if she's showing up more or I'm just seeing it more. What, was it JoJo who made the fake, who was like, I'm quitting YouTube. Just yeah. kidding. I'm not quitting YouTube. Okay, <laughs> she, good. I love She has JoJo. her, like, JoJo's juice. Have you seen that that feature yes, of her? Yes, I be, So speaking of JoJo, can I just, can I be off topic for just one second? Because I found a really good thing last night um, that I want to talk about for just a second. Um, I'm really, really obsessed. Justin Bieber's little sister, Jasmine, launched a YouTube series that's just her and her friends, like, I think in a, in a basement with the, with the computers projected onto the wall behind them. And it's, like, kind of the best thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. It's really good and, like, half rehearsed but half not. And it looks like exactly what you'd want like two tweens to do if they were given their own show and i highly recommend it hey guys it's me jasmine and today i'm here with another video and i'm also with my co-host ali hey guys the beautiful one the awesome one the amazing one thank you so much you're all of those too and here are our twitters I just got mine a few days ago, so if you don't mind, could you please go follow it? Go to, like, Jasmine Bieber. <laughs> Jasmine Bieber YouTube. It's really good. I'll play some of it here, but I'm, Bobby, like, you'll, you Oh, it's die. really funny the way they have the screens there. That's really funny. This is... <laughs> it's so no, good. No, this is, this is horrific. No, 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 no. I cannot imagine. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I can't imagine Bieber's parents allowing this. Imagine having a 10-year-old and being like, sure, Make a YouTube channel. I'll help you set up a thing in the basement. Put tons of photos and videos of yourself on it. Promote your other social accounts literally behind you while you talk. Have um, people fucking amazing. troll you on Twitter. No. This is awful. This I'm is sorry. Awful. If my no, kid anti, is going to be this. on YouTube, I don't want them like singing or dancing or doing anything stupid like that. This is a great idea. It's an executed concept. They've got a desk. They've got segments. Oh. It's so why is, good. Why is base level like... Why do you have to let them be on YouTube to begin no, with? No, I'm just saying I I have no control. I, I'm just letting them live their lives. They've asked me a lot. It's like kids these days don't even want to ask for dogs anymore. They just want to ask for their own YouTube channel. So I'm just like, you know, as a parent <laughs> trying to let my mm-hmm. kids live their lives. What I'm saying is this is like the best situation you could ask for. It's this like What I'm perfectly- saying is you're getting a dog. You're not getting a YouTube channel. <laughs> You're getting a you're dog. Getting 30, you're getting 30 puppies. I don't care. You will not be a YouTube star. So I would like to give it um shout out. Shout out. Hey! So this shout out goes to Jasmine Bieber News. Thank you. And you posted something about getting a hamster. We've been, we been begging our dad to get us a hamster. Keep going in those comments. To let, hopefully he'll get us one soon. 
Okay, we changed the subject. Um, I'm sorry, caller. We didn't know who those people were. No, but <laughs> I, I introduced you to Jasmine Bieber's YouTube channel, which I think is going to be an iconic. I don't want to be introduced iconic, to Jasmine Bieber's iconic no. discovery. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by Aptive. The way you work out harder in a class or personal training session, Aptive delivers that experience straight to your earbuds by singing the guidance of a trainer with the perfect playlist to bring you an elevated on-demand audio fitness experience. Like a Netflix for exercise, Aptive provides unlimited access to all types of fitness. Outdoor running, treadmill, elliptical, spin, strength, yoga, stretching, and race training with classes for all different levels. Workouts can be done anytime, anywhere, meaning they work wherever and whenever you most naturally exercise. Basically, if you want to lift weights to Dinashe's flame, you can lift weights to Dinashe's flame. So head on over to Aptiv.com, use our code WHO to sign up for a monthly subscription and your first 30 days are free. That's Aptiv, A-A-P-T-I-V.com and use our code WHO. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The Skim. Fun fact. Who Weekly was originally a newsletter. It's true. So emails are close to our hearts. When we're looking to read the very same newsletter read by the likes of Reese Witherspoon and Shonda Rhimes, we're opening The Skim. The Skim serves up the news right when you need it in one simple email every single morning with style and no BS. It's fun, informative, and it's free. Over 5 million people wake up to The Skim every morning and read about the things they care about. Stuff like politics, world events, sports, and even perhaps who Bella Thorne is hanging out with that week. Or maybe that's just, you know, us. This is not a free trial. The Skim is always free. So join me and a bunch of other thems at theskim.com slash who, and you'll be entered to win a $250 Visa gift card. That's theskim.com slash who, S-K-I-M-M dot com slash who. As we've said, no proper who would turn down something free. So you like free stuff, sign up right now and enter for your chance to win 250 bucks at theskim.com slash who. Hi, Who Weekly. I just emerged from binge watching A Handmaiden's Tale, and I was wondering if you can tell me who Max Minghella is. And is Elizabeth Moss a them? Thank you. Good form, Bella Thorne. One thing I wanted to say really quickly is that so many people call it The Handmaiden's Tale. It's Handmaid's Tale. I also often call it The Handmaiden's Tale. I was going to say, you've you've called it Handmaiden's Tale several times <laughs> in my presence. I have definitely accidentally called it a handmaiden's um, tale so max Mingella is a big who who's been trying to make it happen for a long time he's like nepotism who he's famous who his dad is anthony Mingella, who's um who's who died anthony Mingella directed the english patient like anthony Mingella is mm. like a famous director talented mr ripley love talented mr ripley cole mountain breaking and entering which i've never <laughs> seen I've never seen Breaking and Entering, but it's like Jude Law and Julia Binoche, and it's like sexy, I guess. To I'm be assuming. fair to his own talents, he's very hot. <laughs> Max or Anthony? Max. Uh, Max is fine. Max oh, was in mm, a movie. Mm. The first time I saw Max was in uh, the film version of um, some book that was popular. I read it forever ago, and like I had read it when it came out in theaters, and it's b season have you seen it it's like about like yeah. a spelling bee and like kabbalah yeah. it's like uh, like mysticism he was kind of good in art school confidential remember when that movie had its moment? oh god art school confidential yes yeah. which was fine fine which was fine fine um 
Uh, but yeah, so BZ's in Art School Confidential. He kind of disappeared. He was in the social network. He was what's his name? He played, mm-hmm. what's his name? The main guy. The guy who like started the lawsuit. He played the guy who sued Mark Zuckerberg for stealing his idea. Yes. He um, was good in that. He was good in that. But he got overshadowed uh, by, I think, Andrew Garfield. And But um, I don't watch... And the other guy. What was his name? Jesse Eisenberg. I don't watch Handmaid's Tale. He's in it's it. Lindsay, is he good so in it? so good. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, yeah. is this finally his star turn that he's been waiting for? Uh, it's tough because I feel like he's had many roles like this that you think are going to be like a, a star turn for him, but you, they're not. Like a prestige, mm. a prestige minor role. Elizabeth Moss, I think, is of them. She's amazing in this. This is like basically her show you know she takes she is so good that she just sucks up all the attention because she deserves it so i think everyone else is kind of just secondary to her that's my opinion um sorry i want to find the right quote sorry max Um, mingana oh uh that reminds me of yes she's elizabeth moss is a major them um but what i love now every time i think of elizabeth moss i think of um my coworker hazel wrote a story about um, how Elizabeth Moss is going to be Typhoid Mary in a new series. Remember mm-hmm. Typhoid Mary? Best Remember story. Typhoid Mary? Yes, I do. Well, I mean, it was in. It was forever ago. It was <laughs> in. What ty- was it? The year? It was the early twentieth century. I mean, I didn't yeah, get typhoid, but I'd remember Typhoid Mary. It wasn't a lot. It's very rude of me old. to find. Yeah, it's very well. I mean, you said you were born in 1860 when you went to j14.com, so I'm sure you remember Typhoid Mary. You were like, "Oh, type, we were friends." We I were can't friends. wait for the police to show up to my house after J14 told them that, like, they gave them my IP address and the fact that I was born in 1881. So they're gonna come, you know. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm like Blake Lively in um in um Age of Adeline. Age of Adeline. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Typhoid Mary, really funny. Total, total them of like New York history. So, Typhoid Mary, um had typhoid fever but she was asymptomatic so like it didn't affect her at all but typhoid fever is like very contagious and typhoid mary worked at some like in in a kitchen or something she worked at a restaurant or something yeah yeah. and so she was infecting like so many fucking people because she had typhoid and was preparing people's food and so new york found out about it they like did a whole contagion thing they were like patient zero is this lady mary and so they they exiled her to roosevelt island and she right. kept escaping and she was like, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be in exile anymore. And then she just go back into the city and get another job working with food. Meaning this and is going to be York the city. most incredible role for her again. So it's like Elizabeth Moss, like I, of course, I guess it's a tragedy. I'm sure people died because of Typhoid Mary's like indignation. But Elizabeth Moss would be good at it. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is that she's in so many shows now that Hazel's headline for this was Elizabeth Moss, who invented television, will star as Typhoid Mary in new season. <laughs> That's really funny. She invented television. Now, every time I see Elizabeth Moss, I think she invented television. It's funny. She is in a lot Um, of things. I mean, what's funny about her is that she's clearly making good decisions because every time some news happens, like she was in the movie that won the Palme d'Or for um, uh, that – the movie that the Force Majeure guy made again, uh, the next movie, The Square or something. Oh, yeah, She's in that too. So it's like that one. And then all of a sudden you're like – you see Elizabeth Moss being like, I'm so happy that I was involved with the project. You were? You were involved with this project? How? Like how are you getting all this stuff done? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I mean that in a really nice way. Like clearly, someone's making, you know. How are you getting good... all this stuff done? <laughs> yeah. The also just side note. It's funny imagining you in France being like, "Who won the Palm Door?" <laughs> I wasn't. It in... won the Palm Door at Cannes. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> moving on. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Joyce calling from Ontario, and um, I just want to say. 
at Lindsay Dice on Twitter that you are coming to Toronto to see our government-sponsored event of Carly Rae Jetson with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Um, I'm so excited. My friends and I bought an entire row. Um, I hope I can see you there and take a stalkery photo of you, um, hopefully just dancing your heart out to Carly Rae. Um, I was wondering if, in honor of this, you could talk a bit about um, our big Who factory, Degrassi, and all the incredible Who's that have come out of it, like uh, Sinead Grimes and Nina Dobrev, and um, those are probably the biggest names outside of Drake, who was successful despite, or is successful despite Degrassi. Um, so, yeah, um, good form, Bella Thorne, and hopefully I'll see you in Toronto. It is true. I will be gracing the streets of Toronto for the first time in two weekends to see the iconic Carly Rae Jepsen perform with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Because how could you not go to Toronto for literally one day to see that event? <laughs> how could I not I would do love that? to. Yeah. I would love to. Um, yes, I'm going. I'm so excited. Aren't you going to be there for like 18 hours total? I mean, I'm going to be there enough to literally see Carly Rae Jepsen and then go home. What else is there to do there? Like, look for Drake? I don't know. What else? Side note, I... Well, back to the call. I don't watch Degrassi. I never watch Degrassi. So I'm going to have to hand this over to Lindsay because I have no idea. I watch Degrassi. It's great. I, as the call was going, I said to Bobby, it is the neighbors of Canada in that it... Neighbors being that Australian show that we talked about before, in that it provides kind of a come up for a bunch of people. But I think that a lot of them are more famous still in Canada and they haven't broken through or will never break through or they're only famous to Degrassi fans. But obviously the most famous is Drake, as you know. Everyone kind of knows this story. I don't need to talk about it. Nina Dobrev was in Degrassi, as you mentioned. Um, I don't Mm – I'd argue she's not even that famous. But, yes, she did cross over. Um, And then the other one who (laughs) it was in Degrassi that no one cares about anymore is Sinead Grimes. Remember this character, this person? Vaguely. The name rings a bell, but I couldn't play. I couldn't give her a face. She starred in this, the Beverly Hills spinoff that aired a few years ago that people did like and did watch. She was in that. And then the other people are, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Canadians, but I think they're more Canada centric. So you have, if you watch the show, you remember Lauren Collins. You remember Stacey Farber. She was the redhead um, who was the journalist. Uh, Cassie Steele. I think these people are super just Canada people. Canadian. Canadian them. Every uh, Listening to you read those names makes me sort of empathize with the 17-year-old caller who was reading a, a teen magazine and had no idea who was in it. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I just – you have to watch Degrassi. Again, it's a show that, you know – Drake is the number one, and no one else really has had that moment. Hey, they're still making Degrassi's, though. You never know. Um, They still are. I thought it was over. No, Netflix happening? Netflix makes Degrassi's, and they're not that bad. They're God. really not. They're really not. I'm telling you. Wow, the highest compliment from Lindsay. They're not that bad. I mean, what do you want from me? That's the nicest thing I could say about, you know a Degrassi reboot for not me, for teen, for literally the readers of J14 magazine, not a hundred year old typhoid Mary over here. It's that it's not bad. (laughs) Um, I'm playing the next call. Hi, it's me. 
sorry. I haven't called in a while. Um, okay, I have a couple things to say. First of all, Lindsay, I know that you've mentioned that you love Cardi B. I do, too. Did you see the Insta video of her being like, I just think my tongue is, like, too big for my mouth. That's why I talk funny. It's so charming and endearing and hilarious, and I love her. Second, I am from the northwest side of Chicago, and at my, for whatever reason, Sean Giambroni, or I think Giambroni is his name, who's on the Goldbergs, who's like the total who, is also from this town, but he's on the Goldbergs, he's the same age as my little brother, he spent two semesters at my little brother's high school, who graduated last week, shout out Brian, and he was Dominated, he won prom king and most likely to be famous, and he watched in graduation despite spending literally two semesters at this school. It's total hooey behavior, and I hate him for it. Also, he and I have the same birthday, which was yesterday. So I love you guys. Goodbye. I love this petty call. One, happy birthday. Two. Happy late birthday, yeah. How dare they give somebody who's clearly already working most likely to be famous? Come on. Yeah, I don't understand that. And, and, and he was only there for two semesters and he won all those awards. He's a ringer. He's <laughs> a like, ringer. They're like, give the famous, actual famous person the most likely to be famous award. Just get Sort of famous it. person. Sort of famous person. <laughs> no, sort of famous. He plays, uh, yeah, he plays the main kid in the Goldbergs, um, which is a very popular show, but and he's not a them, sorry, too. No. Whoever Complete voted who. for him. Yeah. Do we have anything else? Lindsay, did you win any high school awards? Did you win any most likely to awards? Well, no, because I worked on the yearbook, which is the most embarrassing way to not oh, win Oh, so you awards. weren't allowed? Yeah, because because of journalism, I had to, you know, take a – I had to not win an award. Slash, I would not have won. That was a scandal in my high school because the newspaper – there was, like, a big spread in the newspaper at the end of the year with, like, extra awards that were in addition to the yearbook. So it was, like <laughs> – they were like the very typical ones, like uh, most popular, most likely to succeed in the yearbook. But then there were like truly, truly niche ones, like yeah. a ton of them that were sort of jokes. And the editor of the newspaper put in most of her friends as winners and was found out about it. And then it was fired. And then we had to redo <gasps> the voting. We had to redo the voting. <laughs> Did you win most likely to start a podcast about F-less no, celebrities? No, I won... <laughs> I won most likely to be on Saturday Night Live in the newspaper. Oh, my God. Congratulations. And, you won uh, Saturday Night Live. And in the yearbook, I won most talented. What are you talented for? I don't know. I was in plays. <laughs> oh, for being an actor. Actor, yeah. I was in plays. Wow. I sang. That's so nice. Your classmates thought you were so talented. Um, I think uh, I think it was just the name. The name stands out. It's a memorable name. They were like, oh, I guess we'll vote for Bobby Finger. What a silly name. He's got to do something in his life. Um. Yeah, and let me just tell you something. The only reason I asked about your awards is so I could brag about the, my I own I could podcast. tell. I could tell. Thank <laughs> God I, I didn't win any, so you could tell that whole story. Can you play the next call, please? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Omri here. I'm watching America's Got Talent because I think Tyra Banks is the best we have. Um, and a commercial came on for a new Jeep car. Um, with Tim Meadows, and I had to look it up, Kat Sadler. Um, so Tim Meadows, I think it's a them because I think he was on SNL and he's definitely on Mean Girls. I really hope I'm not confusing him with anyone, but I think he's the teacher or, like, the principal of Mean Girls. So he's definitely a them. I think he's got, like, some other, like, 
like uh, subscription shows or whatever. But I was bamboozled to see Kat Sadler in a Jeep commercial with someone who's at least a B-list. Um, is she a them in some alternate universe that I'm not there yet? Because um, to me it seems like Jeep just literally just had like, was like whoever is available and like the first people that showed up were Tim Meadows and Kat Sadler and they like got the gig. Anyway, like, why is Kat Sadler famous? Why is she in a Jeep commercial? Um, she, like, drops the name of some blog she has in the commercial. It was very confusing. Anyway, um, I missed you guys this week. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, good for Bella Thorne. Thank you. Goodbye. She's just, I don't. This commercial all I can say is, is she's really e. funny. Before we get into the commercial, because I think we'll talk about the commercial most of all, let's explain who she is. She's an E host. She's an E anchor. Yeah. That's like the most important thing to know about her. It's crazy because these people who are E anchors or just anchors for these different celebrity shows are often elevated to the famousness of the celebrities they interview. And I'm like, no, you no, can't. No, it's never. N- no. Stop it never trying works to make out. it happen for you, you that. Um, and, but. To the commercial, again, before we get into the commercial, um, I will say, yes, Tim Meadows is in Mean Girls. Yes, he may have been in them at some point in time. I'm not sure he is anymore, and I think this commercial is proof. And the reason is, Kat Sadler gets to be herself. Tim Meadows is a character. Well, Like, that's really sad. Here's my thing about SNL people, is that they either become really famous, or they become character actors, right? Or they go away. Or they disappear completely. Or they disappear. Right. Or they disappear. But in terms of like a fame split, it's like you're either really famous or you're a very beloved character actor. Right. And then in the middle is kind of like um, that's like a generalization. But that's kind of what mm-hmm. happens. And Tim Meadows like didn't have a Will Ferrell moment. He didn't have his, you know, whatever. But he is if you are like a kid of the if you are a millennial, he was your growing up SNL. So you remember him very fondly and very yeah. well. But if you are outside of that age range you will not know him. So yeah. I think you're right. Or you'll recognize his face from Mean Girls. Oh, um, from me, right. If you watch Mean Girls. But this commercial is it's, deranged. It's deranged. It is crazy. <laughs> it's deranged. I it's barely, deranged. I completely forgot it was for a car until until listening to this call again. I'm going to play it in full here. But it's, so yeah, I mean, the concept as I will play it is she's in a car. He's playing some character that's like a life coach. And he's like, hire me. And she's like, no she's like get away from me and he's like no no no, but listen and she's like get away from me and he's like no no no, but listen and she's like get away from me and then it ends and it's like jeep cat sadler been shopping carrie swift life coach oh i don't need a life coach this will literally take one second i think you're using literally wrong that's because i think outside the box check this you should start your own fashion newsletter I have a blog called The Catwalk. Oh, I love cat videos. Have you seen Cat on a conference call? <laughs> he's not listening. He's a cat. She's Cat Sadler and he's some guy, which is insane. Yeah. He's like, I can make you successful. And she's like, listen. Listen. Listen, sweetie. I have a fashion blog. And he's like, listen. no, I'll make you famous. And she's like, listen, sweetie. I'm on E. But it's funny it's how wild. this is a, this commercial is not for us. 
in that or it's or it's it's a bad misread if it is for us because we don't know who Kat Sadler is, but we know who Tim Meadow is, so it doesn't make sense, you know? Maybe the 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 advertising agency found like while doing the Venn diagram found some very specific um, well found a specific watcher. name between like jeeps target audience might be like in their 40s or in their, in their 50s and like they're they they are avid watchers of e-news like i could see that being a thing like they they get their they get their entertainment news on television not online so they know that who makes Kat sadler is total sense to me that yeah. makes total sense but it is interesting that you can see where the misjudgment is in terms of <laughs> who's in them's in the placement in this commercial, but then yeah. kind of say, well, you know, they're trying to do a thing right here. Yeah. There's clearly and, a reason. And like, let's be honest. Like, are you in the market for a Jeep caller? I doubt it. Are you? I'm not. I'm not. No. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. My name is Lisa. I'm calling from Vancouver. I'm hoping to utilize your investigative skills. Um, So here's the story. I was at a bar in Victoria, which is in Canada, for your reference. And there was this guy there that was chatting me and my friend up all night. He was trying to pick her up and he was kind of weird, but also kind of interesting. And he was going on and on through the night. And then he brought up this really strange story. And he was like, yeah, anyways, I feel really guilty about the death of my brother. And we're like, you know, this is kind of odd to be talking out of the bar, but okay. And then in the next breath, he was like, my brother is Corey Monteith. And we were like, excuse me? <laughs> and we obviously freaked out because who who is this man? What is going on? Anyways, I just need to know, is this real? Does Cory Monteith have a brother? Were we lied to? Was he trying to use this story to pick us up? If so, why? Anyways, please help me. His name, he said, was Sean, and I just need to know the facts. So if you can help me out, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, good form, Bellathorne. The facts are uh, Cory Monteith is Canadian. His brother's name is actually Sean. And so to to – Use those things if you're not actually Corey Monteith's brother, Sean, would be more psycho than doing that, which is already pretty psycho. Which is sort of scary. So be careful. Like, it, he could actually be Corey Monteith's brother, but if he's not, he's a real nut. I know, right? Like, what's worse? Corey Monteith's brother talking about his dead brother in a bar to pick up women or not Corey Monteith's brother <laughs> using Corey Monteith's brother as a, as a cover to pick up women in a bar. That is really nutty and deranged and scary, regardless of whether or not he's telling the truth. Right. Like both both meanings of that, both solutions all bad. are bad. So stay away from Corey Monteith's brother. Yeah. Also, um, I'm sorry to Corey Monteith's brother for losing your brother. Like, what do you even say? To th- That's so weird. I just, why bring that up? Hi, Who Weekly. This is a uh, longtime fan, first time caller, Liza. That Liza. And I have a question for the next time uh, you play who's – I don't know her. That's what I'm calling about. This is a question for I don't know her. Bethany Frankel recently revealed on Watch What Happens Live that she dated Alex Rodriguez or something. Dated, went out with – she said define dating. I don't know what that means. My question is, does J-Lo know who Bethany is? Now, I think she might know now because it's gotten some pickup. But did J-Lo 
Jennifer Lopez know who Bethany Frankel was before this revelation? So that's my question. I hope uh, I get an answer. Okay, thanks. Bye. I think I uh, I sort of think Jennifer Lopez is familiar with the housewives well enough to know the name. Like, I think Jennifer Lopez knew who Bethany Frankel was. I... I, I, I just, I, I feel like Bethany's one of the most famous housewives in the series. Um, and I don't think Jennifer Lopez is completely out of the loop as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, like other, other pop stars who might, like Britney Spears might not know who Bethany Frankel is, you know? I'm not sure she's really paying that much attention. You're thinking J Lo is kind not. of tuned I think in J- to I think J Lo's tuned in. I think J Lo tries to be on top of things. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, I think so. And I think maybe they had a funny. Com- I, I doubt she knew that A Rod went on a few dates with them because I'm sure they didn't share their entire dating history. That would be so boring. But but Bethany is the kind of person that I would bet go she on, was watch like happens live and, and right. And I and bet J Lo was probably that. like. Yeah, and J-Lo, when J-Lo heard that, if she heard that, she was probably like, that's funny. Like, oh my God, I know who Bethany is. That's really funny. Tell me everything, you know? Right. That's how I imagine the reaction. Love. I just think if, if Bethany was like New York enough to go on a date with A-Rod, then J-Lo is New York enough to have known who Bethany was before that. Just Perfect. because yeah. of the kind of New Yorky media thing that people suck in when they live here even if they're not really paying attention to stuff mm-hmm. question mark yeah. but also yeah. there's no show that real a-list celebrities love more than the housewives they're the ultimate guilty pleasure as we've learned and it's very easy for me to get to to think that j-lo has this thing where she sits down and watches a bunch of housewives because that is uh-huh. kind of a that is kind of a thing that has popped up over the, over the past five years that's why watch what happens live is so successful Wow, what a promo. Wow, look at that. That's great. Mm, mm, mm. And that's it. Um, we did it. Um, so, wow, that's a long episode, but it was a good one, I think. Yeah, I know. There's a, good a one, lot of good calls. I don't even a lot know of great calls. if I would Guys, we get so many good... And again, I we have to... I feel like every once in a while, we have to stress this. Um, keep calling in, even if you don't have your call featured. We don't want you to get discouraged just because it, it brings us joy to listen to your calls. And we get so many calls that are great that we can't play for any number of reasons. Um, and it is uh, one of the joys of our lives to listen to I mean, to these I calls. listen to every call. And some of these calls, I'm not we're not allowed to share on the air. So just so you know, we've heard all of those calls too. And we talk <laughs> about that. And we love when you give us the goss. We, there's two, there were two such good goss items that I cannot talk about on the air that came through oh the God. tip line oh, this week. So good. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We love getting the dish. Give us the dish. Yeah, so, you know, uh, we spend actually a lot of time listening to all these calls. So make them good and keep calling. Make them good, and we will see you Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. You will say that. They want to know. Hey. 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 Come on. Hey. How would you be famous? What I'm saying is, you're getting a dog. You're not getting a YouTube channel. That was a HeadGum Podcast.